everyone. This is the 2021 school year end wrap of our Fremont Investing Club. I'm Anirudh Vardarajan, president and founder of the Fremont Investment Club. For this time, I thought what better way to end the year than knowing about our business teacher and my mentor for the investing club, Mr. Eag. Mr. Eag has been with Fremont High School for 21 years, and he's been teaching business the whole time. Apart from teaching, he's a passionate investor, and we can learn some pearls of wisdom from his experience. Mr. Eag, welcome to the Fremont Investing Club podcast. So, yeah, Mr. Great e, to be here. Great to be here. Thanks yeah, for having me. No problem. So, Mr. E, can you describe your investment experience so far? You know, when, when I was 12 years old, I would sit at the, the table with my father and we'd look at the newspaper and, and we'd pull up stock charts, stock columns, and then we'd try and find a Wall Street Journal. And so I started early, like tracking stocks seeing how fun it was, trying to make predictions and theories. And boy, that was in the mid-1980s, right? Before the internet, before even digital stock trading platforms, way before Robinhood. So this was like old school. And you really just had to do it through the newspaper. And if you wanted to trade stocks, you literally had to call a human. And it took a little while. You had to call a broker, call a human. And it was not free. It was not $7 a trade back then. And then I went on to study business in college, that, that experience, and then hanging out with my father, he was a business person. So that definitely inspired me to go study business. And then I've also worked in a few businesses, and now I'm a business teacher. So my life's kind of always been around, you know, the realm of business. Yeah, that's, that's great. And as you know, our club members and I are passionately interested in investing like you. And I'm trying to learn the craft from masters like you and other great investors. So my goal is to become financially independent at a young age and to spread this knowledge. So how long have you been doing this and what kind of companies do you invest in and why? So for me, after college, when I got into a full-time career, which was pretty much teaching, Teaching was my first full-time career. A gentleman came and talked to me. They, they find you. They just find you out. They give you their business card. For me, they literally leaned into my classroom, introduced themselves. And a financial, financial advisor found me and talked to me. You know, after school, you have a little time. A business professional comes to talk to you. And I was taught about a 401k. And if, if you're in education or a business worker, it's a 403b. So when I was 22 years old, I started a 401k. And then that also helped me get interested in investing in stocks, mutual funds outside of the 401k. So, so the 401k is like my main investment vehicle I started with. So I'm fresh out of college, working a full-time job. 
you know, if you're on a budget, you can save, you can save $50 a month, $100 a month. So you can afford a 401k. And so that the 401k got me started. And then if I'd work side jobs or I'd work overtime or I'd work the SAT test, or if I'd sub, I would earn extra money. And with that money, I would invest in individual stocks. So outside of the 401k, outside of mutual funds, I'd, I'd really pick individual stocks that, that, that I would follow, read about, have theories about. And how would I do that? I would read articles on them. I'd look at, look up analysts, you know, today you have YouTube and the internet like crazy, but, but I'd try and find videos through CNBC. And I, just like you, Anurud, I'd have conversations with other people I admired and investors and people with lots of experience. And that, that helped point my way to, to which, which stocks I'd really want to, want to invest in. And, you know, lots of experience, lots, lots of trust, having a lot of theories, you know, fail and some succeed. So you really gain experience. So even if you're losing money on a few, a few of your investments, you're really learning. So, so in my opinion, it's worth, it's, it's worth a lesson, right? Because there's no such thing as like trade uh, stock school, right? Not like investment school. We'd have to go to college, major in finance, take an investment class. So you're kind of learning along the way. And you're really learning experiential learning. Yes. Researching companies is fun. And when I enrolled in the Wharton stock market competition, my dad gave me an approach on how to research companies. I learned so much about Nike from that. And I wonder what are some mistakes you have made when it comes to investments and what have you learned from it? So you probably my biggest lesson has been, boy, investment is, is a longer term game. And especially in today's society, you know, we click the Amazon one click button and something appears on our doorstep the next day. And so in the past, I've I've moved too quickly or I haven't been patient enough. So, so as I've gotten older and smarter, and more experienced, I know you have to give your theories time and I really educate myself on what is happening and why before I change my mind or, or do something impulsive. So, so yeah, one of my biggest lessons has been being impatient. Like if you have a lot of gains, I, I would sell not knowing why, what's going on, because there could be a lot more gains. And same on the flip side, a couple of times I, I've become upset if a stock's not moving. And, and then I, I haven't done my research like, well, why, what is going on? And I just get impatient and, and then I've sold the stock. And then of course it like explodes soon after just, I wasn't patient enough. So patience is, is probably the biggest lesson and to keep researching, like try and understand what's going on and why, and don't make a, a rash decision until you have solid evidence, right? Keep your emotions out of it. really have solid evidence. And the, the other lesson you learn, which actually is a really good lesson, is you learn about capital gains tax. So if you hold a stock for a year or longer, your tax rate is like half of if you do not. So that's long-term capital gains tax. So now I always try and hold a stock at least a year, right? Unless it has tremendous gains, it's really moved a lot. I really like to have a short-term capital gains tax, which right now is about 15%. Because if you're, if you're trading stocks, like you hold it for a week or a month or six months or eight months, that profit becomes income. 
and your income tax level is going to be way more than the long-term capital gains rate, which is 15%. So if you're buying and selling and trading, you're going to pay, that's considered income. And at the end of the year, you're going to pay, you know, depending on your tax bracket, 40%. So you lose 40% of your profit versus if you had a longer term horizon, you, you would only lose 15%. So definitely understanding the tax implications is something I've really learned and, and, and I'm happy about because that also forces you to be patient. You almost have a one-year plan at least. And, and so you have plenty of time to adjust. And again, if the stocks totally explodes, you do, well, I've had a good run. I understand the tax implications, sell. And no one has a crystal ball. So you definitely need to do your research along the way, like, like constantly. And that research helps you at least understand what's happening and why yes uh i'm also learning that investing is a long-term game and to be successful one needs to identify great companies and sit on it for a long time in order to create wealth and i was wondering what are some book or online resource recommendations to those who are interested in learning about investments so for me, I am a huge CNBC fan. I have the CNBC app on my phone. I watch it constantly. Again, that's only one source, but but they do have a, a good variety of business professionals come on there. So, so I love the CNBC app, the CNBC channel. Uh, you know, if you go on YouTube and you, you type in a company, oftentimes the this, this CNBC content will come up. I have read all of Jim Cramer's books. Like he's a big, big personality he, boy, he's been around. He used to have a TV show, Cudlow and Kramer. And his partner, Cudlow, was an economic advisor for the president recently. And so Jim Cramer's had a TV show on for 20 years. So I've read all of his books because he, he's been at Stockbroker. He's been in hedge funds. So he has a lot of experience. So you know, I, I'd recommend the, the Kramer line of books. And then there are other big, other big names out there. Peter Thiel, um, Think and Grow Rich. Um, the richest man in Babylon. And you can even look up like Bill Gates' favorite investment books, Warren Buffett's favorite investment books. But, but for me, that's, that's kind of my, my library. And then finally, I really like the Rich Dad, Poor Dad line of books. He, he is more of a re, uh, real estate guru, not so much stocks, but he still talks about investment stocks. But I really like his line of books as well. It's, it's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah, and I also watch CNBC, and I always wonder how prices for a share fluctuate based on news flow and what the Fed has to say, etc. And what advice do you have for our Fremont students, and where do you want them to focus? So for me, and going back to business school, it's funny, I'm always reminded of the story of the tortoise and the hare. Right. We all know that story because in the end, the, the tortoise totally wins. The, the rabbit's like sprinting, going crazy, being really impulsive, but then they burn out, get off track, take a break. And, and meanwhile, the patient investor, the determined investor with the plan, they're just stacking up. You know, we'll talk about compound interest along the way. Uh, they stick to their plan, stick to their, stick to their determination. And it really works. It really works over time. It, it, it that, that strategy and that discipline just, just re really works. And with that being said, 
time, time, when you're younger, time is 100% your friend. So the power of compound interest. So you have gains and it grows your portfolio. It grows your mutual fund. It grows your 401k. Those gains are reinvested. So, so you're building a mountain and then the, the interest is reinvested every year. So the mountain is, you're adding onto the mountain, but also that interest is your friend is adding onto the mountain. So over time with the power of compound interest, I mean, you could look it up. At traditional interest rates, you double your money like every, you, you could like every nine years, every 10 years. So, so you can imagine over 30, 40 years, your money's gonna double two, three, four times. So being patient, getting in early with your investments, 401k, mutual fund stocks, and then letting time and compound interest work its magic. I would say you, you have to have faith in the United States and the history of the stock market, right? Every crash we've ever had, like even this pandemic, we've already pretty much recovered. Like most companies have recovered and then some. If you look at a chart of the crash of 2008, we recovered. The, the crash of 2000, we always recover within one year, maybe two at the worst, right? But, but that's, a, that's such a short time frame. So again, be patient. Don't freak out and pull all your money out because we always have recovered and we will again. And here we are. We're a year and a half after the pandemic and almost every stock you look at has just about completely recovered or is about to right this summer. So, so having faith, having patience is definitely a... Uh, I think a really good lesson for younger investors. And then from a learning point of view, you want to start being aware of catalysts, like what causes stocks to go up and down? What causes the whole market to go up and down? What's causing gas prices to go up? So you, you want to start being aware of catalysts and learn about catalysts. And then that can help you make predictions and theories about investment, right? So, so that, that's, that's a really good tip. Once you learn about what a catalyst is, you can predict catalyst coming and how that'll affect stocks and, and investment. And also like senior year, you wanna learn about what happens in the economy. And then that trickles down to the stock market, which trickles down to individual stocks and, and why a stock does what it does. So, so yeah, definitely learning about the, the macro catalysts and the micro catalysts can help you make investment predictions. Yeah, I can't agree with you more on the compound interest. And Einstein famously said that compounding is the eighth wonder of the world. And I read somewhere that Warren Buffett is a product of compounding and made most of his wealth in the last 20 years. Well, it's been a blast in 2021, despite doing the club and learning in a remote way. And I'm hoping to meet all of you in person in 2022. Thank you very much, Mr. Eag, for your valuable time and have a great summer. Thank you. Same to you, Anarud and the Investment Club. Hopefully we have a, a reopening boom this summer and we could have some, some good stories to tell next year on some of the stocks we looked at, theorized about and uh, opportunities missed, right? Because there will be some opportunities we missed. We'll